Welcome to Matt, Mike, and a Movie, where we review one movie a week. And I'm Mike. I'm Matt. And let's get into it. So uh, this week we did Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Yes. Yes. Based sort of on a true story. Yeah. Which did you know that? Of, I did, which was shocking. I saw an interview with him, which is crazy. So when I was writing my review, I did a little research about them, and I read their original, their original posts, and they were two brothers who were told that they could not... Um, they could not ruin family function anymore, so they were forced to find dates for their cousin's wedding. In the movie, it's their sisters. Here, it's their cousin. The brothers, are, or in real life, it was their cousin. They're, in the movie, they're played by Zac Efron and Adam Devine, and they put out this Craigslist ad, and two, they get a little slew of responses of uh, all kinds of weird people, and then they get Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza responding, who just want a vacation. And so they pretend that they are straight-laced good girls who deserve to go to a wedding in Hawaii. And wackiness ensues. Just the just the wackiest. Yeah. So what do you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Um, I found myself really, like, really laughing at certain parts. Um, certain parts I, was just, I thought were just hilarious. I mean, other parts were a little bit slower, but I think overall I definitely left the theater content and happy with the movie. What about you? Yeah, I was alright. I mean, I I laughed a few times, and I just, I think that this movie kind of, it relied, it, it was very scattershot in terms of how funny it was, I thought. I agree. Um, But, you know, Zac Efron and Aubrey Plaza are coming off Dirty Grandpa from earlier in the year, and I didn't like that movie. I didn't hate it nearly as much as everyone else did, but... um. This is definitely a step up. It's breezy, sunny, it's Hawaii. Laugh, you know, a few laughs here and there, but I didn't think it was all, it really wasn't a very sharp movie. It just kind of wandered from gag to gag, and a lot of it hit, a lot of it didn't. I thought that it stayed in scenes way too long, because I uh, just tried to hammer home that this is supposed to be funny. Yeah. And then it, it kind of loses it. Like, it just it needed a little sharpening up. Yeah, I think, for me at least, one of the big, uh, I think just Adam really, I mean, I just, I don't know, I find that guy funny in everything that he does. Really? I, I like workaholics. And, really? Yeah, I do. But I don't know, I think the way he delivers lines. Why? Because <laughs> good. <laughs> I, um, I think the way he just delivers lines is what kind of makes me laugh more than even the jokes were... There. The thing I thought about Adam Devine in this movie is that he was consistently operating at a 20, and I would have settled for a 10. Like, mm. he just screeched the whole movie. That's what I love about him. But I just, how is that funny? Oh, I was dying. All right, like, <laughs> like something like New Guys, Nice Guys, I keep saying New Guys, <laughs> Nice Guys uh, that came out in May, there was just individual like moments where Ryan Gosling, who we think does all this, just does this heavy, dramatic work, was doing this comedy that also was kind of eh. But he just had this high-pitched scream that was so perfect. And it made me laugh every time. And it was just a scream. Adam Devine in this movie was delivering his lines in a high-pitched scream. And I'm like, what are you even saying? I, he I, he drove me crazy. He was, I thought he was grating. Hmm. Hmm. Two different opinions on one person. Wait till we get time to Zac Efron. So what do you think about Zac Efron, then? Since we're gonna... In this or in general? I'm gonna say in this. Well, 
You're going to say in general. Um, oh, I did. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Because he, Zac Efron's the same in everything. The script calls for him to be shirtless and stupid, and that's what it, that's all he does. And that's really, I mean, there's no... And the nice guy. And then... He's, like, the nicer one. Like, you know, like he's one that, like, oh, I guess I should feel bad for this this brother. You know, like, he's the... Right, but, I mean, there's just never a moment where you're like, Zac Efron, that guy. I mean, it's always just, it's just Zac Efron getting paid millions of dollars again. To do the same thing. Like, I'm just kind of getting sick of his, um... Are you sick of seeing his chest? I'm sick of seeing... I, yeah. Okay. And I'm sick of... Because that's all his movies call for, and I'm just... I'm it's sick true. of I'm sick of this Peter Pan syndrome, where it's just he's this, like, douche bro who, like, can't grow up and can't mature, and then there's always the forced moment of, like, shading at the end where he's gonna learn his lesson, and I just had enough of Zac Efron. So what do you think of him in this movie? You just had enough of them? Same, 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 same. You know, the Neighbors movies know how to use Zac Efron, and I that's like true. I like him in that. That's that's a role that calls for, you know, his his uh, persona, his image, and I like him in those movies. I also like him in 17 again. Um, that was a good movie. That was a really good movie. Um, but I'm just, I'm sick of Zac Efron being, given all these comedies, you know, it just, and then, you know, I, he tries to do something different, and it's just not never believable. Sure. He plays, like, a surgeon in this movie called Parkland about JFK's assassination. And, I mean, how does one believe Zach Efron is a surgeon? We're, we're taking a moment of silence for JFK right now. Yeah. I miss him every day. Um, yeah, there's definitely... I mean, he's definitely typecasted into a certain And he spot. is. And that's fine. But, you know, well, it's not fine. It's not fine. It's because not fine. someone like Channing Tatum became famous because of his looks and his, yeah. I mean, basically his looks. Yeah. And, but look at what Channing Tatum has become. He's a comedic force with the 21 yeah. and 22 Jump Street. He's so funny in those. And he's also a, a great dramatic actor because Foxcatcher, he deserved an Oscar nomination for. And he didn't get that because he's not... Probably not quite taken seriously enough, but he's getting there, and he's closer than Zach Af- Zach mm. Afron. When Channing Tatum does something out of the Channing Tatum persona, it's believable. Sure, then he does Jupiter Ascending, though, and kind of knocks him back down a few notches. Jupiter Ascending <laughs> is hilarious, though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I couldn't even sit through it. Jupiter Ascending... Jupiter Ascending... Jupiter Ascending is so bad, it's enjoyable. Sure. Alas. Maybe, but alas. Um... Okay, so as we do on this podcast, we give a rating out of, we each give a rating out of 10, and then we combine that into a rating out of 20. So, what was your rating? What would you give it? Five. Five? I would also give it a five, I think. Because some jokes did kind of die out. Um, There's definitely, like you said, it was definitely a scattershot of jokes. I mean, it was, they did 20 jokes, three stuck. You know, yeah. I mean, so. when it was funny, it was funny, but it just the director who I can't even remember his name, and I think it was a first time director, and he just he holds the shots for too long, and the uh, the screenplay, the or the script goes on for too long in certain scenes, and it's just yeah. This could have been a lot funnier if it was tightened up a little bit. I agree. Yeah, and it's it's the way that I kind of remember it too is that. When there was a joke that I found funny, I was really laughing at it. Like, I was giving a good laugh to it. 
And then, yeah, but that then wasn't other, quite there. So but just, for me, it was like a big laugh. And then other times, though, it was me just sitting there. Yeah. There was no, like, I wasn't, like, kind of, like, chuckling at things throughout it. It was, like, a big laugh, nothing. Big laugh, nothing. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, constant, like, big, a few big laughs and, like, chuckling throughout it. It was kind of just, like, either it hit it or it, I sat there. And what did you think of the, the girls, Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza? So out of character that it was almost... Well, Aubrey Plaza is pretty vile and... Dirty grandma. She was good, though. And she was, and she was kind of, I was just, because Ari Plaza holds a special place in my heart because of Parks and Recreation, yeah. and I loved her deadpan in that, but, so, Dirty Grandpa made me a little sad for her, and she kind of does the same thing here, but it works better here. Dirty yeah. Grandpa was just like, one right after another, we gotta find the lowest form of a joke to tell. Yeah. It was just so adamant to be disgusting. This, not so much, and that's why I liked her better here. And Anna Kendrick, I thought... Anna Kendrick, I thought, probably got the most laughs in this movie. Anna Kendrick's helped... In the beginning, when she was, like... In the like when the beginning parts, I was just like, okay. Uh, like, this is not this is so far out of character for Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't believe it. And she's not... She, her persona doesn't make you believe that she's that kind of girl. But near the end, you kind of realized why she was like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's, it's a believable character. Yeah. So I thought she did good. And she did get a lot of laughs. For yeah. Sure. But, I mean, you can like Adam Devine who screams, so. I did. I love him he, reminds a, he reminds me a lot of Jack Black. Kind of. I can see that. Not a compliment. No, not at Just all. Just to be clear. But a young Jack Black. Right? A young I Jack, him better. But a young, annoying Jack Black. <laughs> so, overall, it got a 10 out of 20. So, as I would normally say for this, wait for the DVD. Oh, you could normally say that? I say either go to see it in theaters now or wait for yeah. the DVD. Wait for the DVD. You know, sometimes I was like, oh, Redbox, and people are like, what's Redbox? For real. I feel like we still use Redbox. All I know is I'm prime that. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so what are we doing next week? Do we want to do it? We can do it. All right, next week we're doing Ghostbusters. I'm kind of dreading it. It'll be a good discussion. It will be. Uh, so next week, look for Ghostbusters. I'm guessing they'll come out on Monday then. I guess this is how we'll do it. Sure. That work for you? Yeah. All right, Monday's when they're going to be coming out. Look for next Monday, Ghostbusters. Thanks for listening.